Hello, I'm Taj, digitally known as Tropic Vibes, the host of Nifty Business, where we highlight NFTs and explore Web 3.0 as we move from pure speculation to creating real-world value. I've had an overwhelmingly positive experience since coming into Web3, and 99.99% of the complaints that are out there, I honestly don't have any of those. And very few things rub me the wrong way, and it's mostly just the implementation of everything just being so new. But generally speaking, all the horror stories and the terrible experiences, whether it be with people in Twitter spaces or in projects or anything, I really haven't experienced. And as far as getting into NFT projects, I think it's because I'm pretty intentional as to what I'm going in there for. And I just don't have money to throw around and just degen into everything. And because of that, I really have a specific goal when I'm trying to either mint a project or buy it on the secondary market. However, recently I was severely disappointed by a project. So today I'm going to share exactly how the project disappointed me and the lessons that I've learned from it. Before I go into all that, I just want to ask you a question. Have you ever lived really far from home and you've had the experience of seeing someone from your hometown? And unless you're in the witness protection program or something, that's not what I mean. But let's say you went to college on the other side of the country or far away, and then you just spark up a conversation with a random person and you realize that they're from your hometown. Or let's say you're on a very distant part and you realize someone has either a t-shirt or a sports shirt or something of that nature that sparks up a conversation so that you're able to identify that this person is someone from your local area. Well, that is one of the coolest things ever. And in Web3, it's almost like we are in a distant land. Like we are foreigners into this new frontier. And it's pretty cool when you see someone that you recognize. And in that case, I want to say as far as identifying other Caribbeans in the space is always exciting to me because I am in Jamaica, if you're not familiar with the show. But Web3, NFTs is a very small community and even smaller the amount of Caribbeans that have discovered all the space. Most Caribbeans don't even really fully understand Bitcoin and crypto and all of that stuff. So to see some of them in NFTs or even Caribbean based NFT projects is always exciting to me. And I see so much opportunity for this. I'm very bullish for the space in general, but a lot of the headaches and obstacles that I see since moving from New York back to Jamaica and understanding all of the things, Web3 has a solution for so many things. So overall, I'm bullish, but especially for the Caribbean and developing countries and industries and what have you, all of these solutions are presented in one way or another using blockchain and Web3 technology. But if you remember Andre from episode number 211, and he was the first person I really came across that had launched a project, and he's also a local, he's from Jamaica, and he had a project that didn't really go to the moon, and it was just very interesting, and we discussed all of the different things he learned through all that, and of course, everything that he's doing in his offline life and just getting to really know him. I've been holding some spaces with him on Twitter called NFT Lime. We hold them on Thursdays and we just have some Caribbeans. We sit around, we talk about the latest news, the latest things that's happening on the blockchain. NFTs, crypto, it's all fair game. And quite a few times he mentioned some Caribbean project. And the one that he mentioned, even in that podcast, episode number 211, was Days Ducks. Now, Days Ducks is a pretty cool project as far as it launched about a year ago. And then recently he mentioned another project that was much newer and that one popped up on my radar. So this episode is actually not about Days Ducks, but it was the second one, which I'm not going to mention the name of it because it turned out to be the disaster. Now, the reason why I mentioned Days Duck is because at the time, 
After hearing Andre mention these two projects over and over, I said, you know what? I'm going to get into one of these. I'm spending all of this getting into all these communities and what have you. So why not check out one of the Caribbean things, right? It's what we're trying to accomplish with these NFT Lime spaces and we're holding these education sessions and what have you. So why not get into one of these communities? Of course, the reason why I was reluctant to do that is because those people are already there. They understand the value of the space and they're in Web3. So I didn't necessarily want to just join a Caribbean community. I wanted to build one through education. And then if it turns into an NFT project, cool. Or if it just turns into a Twitter hangout and we're doing all that stuff, having meetings or have you, that's cool as well. But at the time, Days Ducks, this was when Seoul was a much higher price point anyways. They're trading around three, four, five Seoul. And at the time getting into that, I was like, okay, this is a project that seems like they are really party centric. And I was like, eh, I'm not so sure if this is something that I really want to get into. And this project launched sometime last year and I was like, okay, you know what? I don't know if I really want to spend that much to get into it, but this other project that he mentioned does sound very interesting and it's at the formative stage right now. And they have a background of creating Caribbean content and also hosting events and they're a business and they've been in business for many years. The website has been up, they have content and all sorts of things. I said, okay, this is very interesting. Then they had this launch party that was at a hotel. They had a celebrity come through and Andre and a couple other people I know that are Jamaicans in Web3 ended up going to that. And I said, okay, this is uh, looks like it has a lot of promise. They're doing things offline already and they're, they're used to doing being a business unlike a lot of NFT projects. So I'm saying, okay, this looks like it could really have a lot of promise. So I look up all the information started after I heard it was a dull experience as far as we expected did it to be more NFT heavy and what have you. They did have attendees get a phantom wallet, but there was no NFT either sold or given out during it, which was a missed opportunity to onboard people. And the celebrity that was there wasn't really that focused on Web3. It was just there just doing a regular performance and just doing what celebrities do at events. However, I said, okay, you know what? They put so much effort into this and I can see where this is going. Once I started to research, I realized that they had the mint of the 444 OGs and it was for one soul. And right now they're getting ready to build the community and then go to the mint to mint out the rest of the project. And those are the OGs, the original 444. So I said, okay, this is a great time to get into it. This is really forming. So I look on the floor and I start to search around Magic Eden. I realized there's some that were per point four five soul. And if you have been watching the price of soul right now, that is really nothing. At the time when I purchased it, when I did make this purchase, it was about $20, right? So we're not talking about a massive investment. However, I said there's huge potential in this. Soul has a much lower barrier of entry, lower point of a pricing and all that stuff. And I said, this might be a good thing for the Caribbean based on all the things. Just giving you an example, at the current time right now, in order to buy one US dollar, you'd have to pay about $150, depending where you're going to buy it from. If you go straight to the bank, you're going to have to buy it for $155, I believe it is. So we're talking about a huge difference. So getting into Seoul at 0.45 when it's floating around 20, that is a reasonable entry point for this local community and Caribbeans around. So I said, this might be very cool. So I get in and I buy this NFT and that's when things start to go wrong because 
Before I even bought it, I realized that the Discord was pretty dead. Not an issue for me because I'm not the biggest Discord fan. I do pop into certain communities and what have you. It's not like I live on Discord. I much prefer Twitter. And on the Twitter, they had the event and they had engagement and certain things that were over there. Plus, remember, this is an event and content company. So, okay, that's pretty cool. And I like what they're putting out. The art looks okay, whatever. And everything that they're putting out, the graphics, the banners and all that stuff. Now, that was top notch. And I was like, yeah. This might be something that's really brewing. As far as content being put out, I judge them entirely on Twitter, my favorite place to hang out. Now, I get into the community, I realize I'm trying to connect my wallet so that way I can get into the holders channels and what have you. Having some technical difficulties, I start to ask questions, I formed a support ticket and what have you. Till this day, no one has responded to me and it was, it was just a total waste of time. And I figured out how it was myself, solved the problem, got it connected. So I get into the holders channel and I realize it is completely dead in there as well. So I was like, again, remember, I'm not waiting this thing entirely on Discord. However, a lot of people were coming into the project and especially people who attended that live event and what have you, had their interest sparked with Web3. They come into the Discord and they want to hear more. And guess what? There's crickets in there. Pretty much, I was the one who was answering all the questions about how to get Solana, how to set up a wallet, what type of exchanges to use and all that stuff, all the troubleshooting and Q&A. It was me. And remind you, I am someone who just literally purchased the NFT that day and I couldn't even connect it. So I'm doing this in the general chat outside of the holders things. And I'm like, well, it's basically I'm a team member at this point. So I'm there doing all this stuff, sending information, directing them to the right channels and so forth. I'm like, whatever, cool. I have no problem helping someone out. I'm just excited to onboard someone into this space. They said it was their first NFT project, their first time buying crypto, Solana, all that stuff. So it was cool for me. But again, where is the team while all of this is happening? At one point when some questions were popping up, I saw that someone on the team started to type. I forget who it was, so I'm not gonna call anyone out or whatever. I'm not even naming the project, so it doesn't even matter. So I saw that they were typing, and then I guess they saw that I was answering, so they just stopped. They just disappeared and have seen nothing since. So I'm like, okay, someone is actually checking this. It's not like they just abandoned it. They're not in Discord, no. Someone was there, started to type, and abandoned. Not a very good sign. So I start to reach out to them on Twitter, start to ask some questions, what have you, and again, I'm tweeting in the, um, I should say I'm posting in the holders channels and all that. And basically only newcomers who just purchased it on Magic Eden Secondary came in there. They're the only ones that were talking. So I was like, yeah, it's basically a ghost town. It's just me in here. And people were not too enthusiastic about that. But a couple people were like, okay, let's see what's going on. Okay. I reach out to them on Twitter. Nothing, no response, nothing. No content that was put out since that event. It's okay. Why would you spend so much money on launching, having a hotel, a celebrity, all the stuff there, and you're not going to follow through with this? It's very strange to me. And we're talking about 444 NFTs at one soul. That is not really a massive payday. And considering what it probably costs to put on that hotel, like who stops there? Anyways, so now I'm just starting to get a little frustrated with the whole thing. So I go back to my buddy. I'm like, look, that project that you said you went to and uh, the events and I reported and he lime my experience thus far. And Andre was like, I'll reach out to the team, see what's going on, what have you. And that was really it. I talked to Andre all the time and basically he was just saying that, you know, it seems like they're really overwhelmed and they're trying to figure this thing out. And it's really uh, the founder is for the most part doing everything, balancing the two businesses. And it seems like she's just stretched too thin. Okay. I can understand that. But here's the thing that's very frustrating. I'm someone that's in the community. I'm not going to charge her anything. I am 
enthusiastic gung-ho about all of this stuff. I'm literally in the Discord doing what the team members should do, and I don't get any kind of answered or anything of that nature, no communications whatsoever. So if you needed help, like here I am, I'm literally helping you. And why not communicate that to me to say, look, this is what's going on our side. So I hear that from him and I'm like, all right, whatever. But why not say that? Why not make an announcement? Nothing, no updates. So it was very frustrating to me. And I'm like, okay, let me give it some time. And after a while, I still wasn't seeing anything, still wasn't hearing anything. This was a week later, and we held another space, and I said, okay, you know what? That's really it. For me, this is like a lost cause. And sure, it's not about the $20 at all. I honestly, don't get me wrong, I don't want to lose $20. $20 is $20, <laughs> but I, it's, it's not about that. It's not about the price, but I listed it. I'm just like, whatever, if I can just get back something out of it and I'll just exit the project. And at this point, three or four soul, whatever the floor is right now for the Days Ducks is a cheap price because they are a much more engaged community, a project that is just doing some great things. And when you're comparing, I was like a discount coming in and I get to build with them. That would have been cool. And again, I'm just offering just friendship and trying to build a community. I'm not trying to make any money off of it. I had one and whatever. I get the connections see what's going on with these OGs. And that was a lost opportunity on their hand. But again, I have no idea what their intentions are because it's not being communicated. But here's a crazy thing, which I really don't like about Solana marketplaces. And once I list something for market or for sale, it actually transfers custody of that NFT to the marketplace. So in the case of Magic Eden, which is the most popular marketplace on Solana, you basically sign this thing saying that is going over there on escrow. They're holding it and listing it on the marketplace. So because of that, it is transferred out of the wallet. It's not like OpenSea or any of the uh, Ethereum ones where it stays in your wallet and it's listed for sale into that contract and whatever. No, it's not how it operates on Solana. What ends up happening is it is out of my wallet there on the marketplace for sale. And unfortunately, this means that I lost my role as a holder in the community and I can't just see those channels. But at the same time, does it really matter? Nothing is going on in there. There's no communications. I would say within the last two weeks or so, I think maybe about a month since I purchased this, I would say 80 to 90% of all communications in the entire Discord server has been me communicating with someone else. And that is not great. And I can do that on my own. Come over to my Twitter, talk to me, hang out over there, whatever. This was not something like I was trying to grow an audience per se. No, I wanted to find people that I can connect with and actually have locally have some conversations, maybe put together an event or whatever. I don't know exactly where it would go, but it was basically to find contact, people that were interested in growing my network locally as far as within Web3. And other than that, I had no personal motivation or gain to get from this, but it didn't work out. And as I said, listed it for sale. Can't see what's going on in the channel anymore, but hey, am I really missing anything? So with that said, I'm going to be lurking around uh, the Days Duck some more, what have you, see what's going on over there. As I said, the price point has coming down quite a bit now. And it's pretty reasonable considering that they're already building things and the community is much more active. And I realized they're not as party heavy as I thought. I really thought that was a party project, but they're literally building some things that are pretty interesting. So I will be checking that out for sure. Again, not recommending to buy anything or whatever. I'm just saying that's a project that I'm lurking around in Twitter spaces. And whether or not I buy, that's another story in itself, but I'll be lurking around them in Twitter spaces. So hopefully you found this learning experience, whatever it is to be beneficial for you. That's what happened to me. And the takeaway from it is as far as comparing two projects, sometimes it is 
very much worth paying that extra, going into a little bit later and really not weighing the success of one business in the sense that the business of creating content and having events does not necessarily translate over into a Web3 success. And sure, they might be able to build that content and that audience, but it is a completely different animal. They're not necessarily willing to uh, double down and commit to the project itself in Discord. And that was very disappointing to me. But hey, hopefully when you're trying to make your decision, see what happened to and you're weighing two projects, this story might help you. And if you find any of this content to be helpful, I would absolutely appreciate if you shared it with a friend, left a rating and review on whatever app you are listening to. It definitely does help. It's like when someone goes to a restaurant and they're looking up the reviews, seeing more stars, more reviews, just makes someone that much more likely to try it. Same thing with the podcast game. And during this bear market, everything is down. I won't even lie. Listenership or whatever you want to call it has been down. I would say probably about 40%, but I am not complaining whatsoever. It's just a sign of the times that we're in. But I'll continue to release these content because I know better days are coming for sure. So I want to thank you for listening, sticking with us, sticking together during all of this. And I look forward to learning and building Web3 together. So until next time, later. The Nifty Business Show is not investment advice. It provides insights and information within the space. As with anything, please do your own research before making a decision whether you're making an investment or a purchase.